Welcome in, one and all. Good to have you. The uh, Packers, did they give you hope at all or anything yesterday? That's kind of where we're at today. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. Uh, Packers got beat. They covered the spread. So for some betters, it was not a bad day. But um, the Green Bay Packers fall to the Buffalo Bills. They ran the ball. They did things that we had been screaming about for quite some time. And, um, you know, it it worked to a certain extent. But uh, ultimately, they ended up losing the game. And I posted this a little while ago. I said, hey, um, you know, the Packers are at the unofficial, because there's 17 games in the season now, Unofficial halfway point of the season after last night, do you have legitimate hope for the postseason? And so far, and this was only uh, about 25 minutes ago, uh, 226 votes uh, over on the poll question on Twitter, where you can follow me, at Bill underscore Michael. 73.5% of you say no. No hope at all. Uh, twenty. Well, actually, that changed. 27.9% of you say yes as the votes continue to come in. But uh, continue to vote. If you're a Packers fan, hope, no hope, yay or nay, whatever that happens to be. Angela, good morning to you. And everybody over on the Bud Light live stream, we certainly appreciate you being here. Ben, Kenny, how was your weekend? It was okay, Bill. Um, No badger disappointment on Saturday. I was able to go out (laughs) Saturday night and enjoy myself. Uh, Nerve-wracking baseball. I guess that's the only way I can put it. It, it was right. fun. It was it was terrible all at the same time. I felt like I died. It was well died. That's pretty harsh. Like I, I felt like I was having an out of body experience. Okay. A reason why? Just because they lost the the one game? No, no. During it was actually during game one. Okay. When they were okay. out in the tenth inning, and I don't know, things were happening that didn't feel real. Okay. Anyway. Well, I was texting you and I didn't hear from you. And I thought, oh my God, they're down, what was it, five to nothing or five to one at one point? And I and I texted you and uh I didn't hear back. And I thought, uh oh, he's already he, he drank that uh, same potion that, you know, Prince Charming did and Romeo and Juliet. And uh he's he's laying on a slab somewhere. He's already committed suicide, then all of a sudden they came back to life and you're not gonna be alive to see it. Yeah. I was really drunk by that point. <laughs> Stayed off the phone. Okay. Uh, well, it was uh, it was a hell of a weekend. We had a fun time. Uh, by the way, the uh, the costume contest down at Stenny's. Did you see the winning costume? Yeah. That girl freaked my ass out. I now I am not a big horror film guy. Um, creaks and stuff in my house at night are the reasons that you know I keep the alarms on and the gun next to the bed. Uh, I get freaked out by that stuff. Always have. But this girl, and, and for those that didn't know or haven't seen it, if you go over to the uh, Facebook fan page, I posted the pictures there over uh, also over on uh, on Instagram. But uh, the if you haven't seen the movie The Ring, and I haven't because that stuff just does something to me, gives me the heebie-jeebies. But this girl put, she gutted an actual television and built a TV stand around their lower half of her body and put LED lights, and and she hand-spray-painted with an airbrush. I don't know what she does for a living, but it was phenomenal. This background, and then did her makeup and then put in contacts 
that eliminated the blacks of her eyes, that gave it a white and a, and a like a blue neon type of thing. And that, oh my God, it was phenomenal. I mean, it was one of the best costumes I have ever seen, ever. And people came up and they were showing the picture of the movie of, I don't know, Sonara or whatever the girl's name is in, in the movie. You ever seen the movie The Ring, Ben? No. Okay. Uh, well, whatever this girl's name was, I can't remember. But they were coming up showing pictures of this, and this girl was doing the same act, and it was dead on. I mean, dead on. And she even had it down to the fact that in her gut, she had a VCR. She cut a VCR in half and then put the battery pack for this thing in the VCR. And the on button was on for the VCR. She put an LED light in the on button and turned that on. So the whole thing looked like when she was walking around, like it was actually plugged into the wall. And then she would just sit there and not move. And then when people would talk to her, she'd start moving her arm. Freak me the hell out. I mean, she won hands down. I'm like, here, take the money. Get the hell away from me. Just just go. Freak me out. But, man, what a great time. We had uh, 20, I think it was 24 people in the costume contest. Now, there was a couple that uh, were kind of like, eh, you know, kind of hokey. But everybody else did a fantastic job. There was a guy, though, I got to admit, he came walking in, and everybody got kind of quiet. Whether it was appropriate or not, or inappropriate, or just a great costume, the dude looked like Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, and I hate to say dead on, but I mean exactly like Jeffrey Dahmer. It was it was weird because that's the area down there in that area uh, with all those bars where Dahmer used to hang. And so when he came walking in, it was, and everybody now has either seen something about it, seen the Netflix movie, whatever, as the anniversaries continue. And, you know, and obviously Annie Schwartz wrote the book Monster, and, and that's now become, you know, a, a major hit. But when he walked in the door, it was like everybody's talking and partying. It was like, <gasps> when he walked in the door, it was just, it was, a, it was very surreal. It was a very surreal moment. But the guy looked exactly like Jeffrey Dahmer. Man, it was just, oof. It, but this guy, because I, I, there was a couple other people that walked in and looked like Dahmer, but this guy was, oh, man, freaky looking when he walked through the door. Bill, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. I don't get with those costumes, like I clearly unbelievably done. How do you drink, you know? Like you're going out to a bar, I figure, somewhat socially. How do you how do you drink if, if That's, you're dressed I don't up know. like that? That, you know, I don't know. There was um, uh, there was one guy, and I got to post a picture of it. I don't think I did. But he was like some massive alien. The guy put a lot of time into his costume, and it was it, he was by himself. He was clearly there for the costume contest. And had the girl not shown up in the TV, he'd have won it because it was just an amazing costume. But it had this whole alien bug-eyed head thing on it. And every time he wanted to take a drink or eat wings, he had to take his head off, you know, where the girl is just standing there because she couldn't sit down. She had a TV stand literally around her, so she had to stand the whole night. And she just stood there and ate wings, you know, out of the TV. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. But apparently, now I've seen this, the girl that, um, uh, that uh, won the, the costume contest with us, she apparently went to numerous other bars 
and won there as well. So she said that what she, because Stenny's paid 250 bucks cash, and she said what she won from Stenny's basically paid for the costume. So I, I don't know what else she ended up winning, but uh, from what I understand, she, there were two or three different places. I think Kelly's Bleachers was one of them, uh, and there was a couple other places that she went to over the weekend and uh, won costume contest. But uh, hands down, that was like, whoa, that was a freaky one. But I agree with you, man. If it gets in the way of my drinking, uh, I can't dress up like that. Can't do that. Uh, it was always easy for me. For I, You'd always go out and like, dress as a priest or something or a monk or whatever, you know. Because then you could just, you know, throw on the jacket, throw on the collar, put some rosary beads around you or something, and then you could still sit at the table and imbibe. That was it. There you go. The best one I saw, video online, you know Dak Prescott's little hip-swinging exercise he does before yeah. the games everyone made fun of? A guy was uh-huh. doing that. It looked just like, dressed like Dak with the headphones and everything, and he was jumping around a restaurant onto every bench and every table and just doing that exercise and not talking to anybody and just, like, going through every bar and and never really? stopping the little, little hip swing. Well, okay. Well, then again, all you got to do is maybe knock him over, and you know he's on the IR, so. Ha-ha. <laughs> then, then he's just wearing the headset not doing anything else. Oh, my goodness. So uh, the scary uh, part of, I guess, Halloween was the fact that the Packers suddenly, after uh, seven weeks, discovered that, oh, by the way, we have a run game. Eight weeks into the season, they went, oh, yeah, we can run the football. Too little, too late? Bueller? Bueller? And now... Uh, the debate this morning on both uh, ESPN and on Good Morning NFL is, what should Brian Gutekinds do? And uh, undoubtedly, resoundingly, both sets said, if you don't get a wide receiver, you're an idiot. You've got a, at least a shot. And if you can get guys healthy, get your offensive line to play together, which is still a mess. It, it just It just is. But if you can get your offensive line straight, not to think that it's going to happen anytime soon, but and just do run some play. They have not run play action really since week one, week two. That's it. They just don't run it anymore. Not on any kind of sort of consistency. Get, run a little play action. Do a few more things in the run game. Romeo Dobbs is starting to emerge a little bit. Maybe Christian Watson, uh, the the glass tiger, maybe he's going to be out for a while, so Samari Torre is going to get more of an opportunity. See what he can do. He played pretty well in the preseason. See what he can do as well. Um, And if you get another, just a legit wideout, Sammy Watkins is a waste product. I'm sorry. He has nothing left in the tank. Rodgers doesn't even look at him anymore. It it just, he just does, doesn't. It, It just, he's out there just to be out there. Find somebody and maybe you can get over 20 points a game. Maybe. And then that doesn't put as much pressure on your defense. Your defense, you know, kind of goes from there. But, and plus it can begin to build the, quote, relationship. You know what I find funny is the trades that have happened. McCaffrey comes in, San Francisco, he throws for a touchdown, receives a touchdown, runs for a touchdown. Right? You look at all these other guys that have made an impact into other teams, like right now. Right now. And all we're concerned about is the relationship and how long it's going to take with the quarterback and all that crap. In other words, Aaron Rodgers is so unbelievably high maintenance that you cannot put anybody around him because he's so far up on a pedestal that he has the inability to mesh up with anybody. I don't buy that. 
I don't buy that. I think you got to go get somebody, get them in, get them here now, and that way maybe, just maybe, you can eke in as a wild, maybe as a wild card because the NFC just sucks. There's the elite and then everybody else. That's it. The NFC just sucks. And if you can just get in and hit the ground running at the right time, you've got now, what, nine games to get this thing straight. You get a guy in here nine games down the road, get some people healthy, maybe just maybe you can put something together for a run in the postseason and build towards at least one more year with Aaron Rodgers. And then you'd have a – and I'll tell you this, I trade a second-round uh, second pick right now. At least you know you find a legit guy who has proven himself – versus the undrafted, unknown, takes too long to understand the NFL, crap. You were going to pay Devontae anyway. You might as well go find somebody. The un uneducated, got to build a relationship, got to give them time, crap, that we've been listening to when the draft choices simply are not panning out. And this team is now behind the eight ball. We, we either won way overestimated the talent or two coaching sucks pick your pick your in between but i would go out and spend a second round draft choice right damn now right damn now and actually you needed to do it a week and a half ago why you didn't i don't know but it, you can't hang on to you can't hang on to crap like grim death and act like it's gold 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so because I want to hear from everybody today. This is the day we can chat about damn near anything and everything. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Stay tuned. I want to get to you, get to all of you over on the Bud Light live stream as well. Hear from you on the phone lines, 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Rodgers sprints to space, now launches downfield and breaking free and open for the touchdown. Samari Toure. Definitely if nine's healthy, I feel better about, you know, we had some legitimate plays for him. You know, we had a lot of, uh, a lot of things we wanted to get to him, including that middle stream, which turned out to be kind of like it was in practice. It was a nice play and set us up for, you know, fourth and manageable. But there was legitimately four or five things for him in the plan that we felt great about. So losing him definitely changed things. Uh, no Kavi, no Allen. That hurts us. No Kavi, no Allen. Had to mix things up. Christian goes down. First play of the game. He's done again. Now, concussion, you can't, you know, you can't help. But still, um, he is, you know, so far, his stint in the NFL is that guy's made of glass. Packers lose yesterday by 10, 27-17. They cover the spread, but ultimately lose the game, go to 3-5. and five. Bill's now sitting at 6-1. and one. Vikings going to win yesterday. They are also at 6-1, 34-26. They knocked off. Knocked off the Cardinals. I Ben, how did I do in my picks over the weekend? You went two and one. You're creating some distance from myself. Okay, who cannot do better than one and two ever. Okay, I was. Uh, which Were one you did with the I Packers? Lose? I took the Packers and the points. Right. Yes. Okay. I need to recheck which one you lost. Uh, it might have been okay. the Jets. 
who got crushed. Yeah, I that was somewhat surprising. I really thought that this would be that that the Jets would have have gotten the win, especially at home. But they got knocked off. Uh, I also thought the Cardinals Car- Cardinals had to have it. You talk about a team that's also in turmoil right now. Uh, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. I was reading uh, some of the uh, the Arizona newspapers today, and uh, boy, they are calling for Cliff, Kings- Cliff Kingsbury's head. You know, he they paid Kyler Murray all that money to be the guy, and it's just it's not happening. Thirty four twenty six. They get knocked off in Minnesota yesterday. How about those Falcons? For just very quietly, they deal Matt Ryan, get rid of him. They, everybody leaves them for dead. They're sitting at 4-4 four and four now, 37-34. They get the win over the lowly Carolina Panthers. Um, did you hear, by the way, uh, I think it was in Seattle, the Seattle game. Yes, they get the win yesterday, 27-13. I think that was a, another game that I picked, by the way. Um, 27-13. That, was it Tyler Lockett? Yes. Somebody leaned over. It was Tyler Lockett that leaned over in the postgame presser and said, it's amazing what you can do when you don't have one person trying to get all the credit. I mean, you talk about a shot at Russell Wilson. And this goes back to, you know, the Russell Wilson getting all the publicity because he's doing high knees in the, uh, in the plane on the way over and talking about how he's got to be game on and ready. And, you know, don't get me wrong, the Broncos got to win. They go to 3-5, 21-17 in London. They ended up beating the Jaguars. But, you know, you talk about a shot. And then you find out. And, I mean, it's stuff that I think was already knowledge, but it wasn't made really public knowledge a lot and talked about until the last couple of weeks when they're talking about Russell Wilson gets his own office and he gets his own people and staff and therapy. And, you, you know, it's like, wow, Denver went all in on this guy. I mean, all in on this guy. And they're blaming Nathaniel Hackett, who is probably second uh, on that team to Russell Wilson, power-wise. And you know, Russell Wilson is—he's—he's—he's he's, he's not handling that particular situation very well. And boy, you talk about the shots, because remember, Seattle didn't even put up a fight. They didn't even put up a fight when it came time for him to leave. They're like, "Okay, see you later." And Geno Smith, you talk about the comeback player of the year. I mean, that guy at halfway point, that guy's got it going on. And you could legitimately start talking about him possibly being in the MVP before it's all said and done. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but, yeah, man, he, he for what he's done there, he could certainly be in that discussion. 877-867-1670. By the way, the Twitter uh, poll question right now, 283 votes. Uh, the question is, the Packers are at the unofficial halfway point of the season after last night. Do you have a legitimate hope for the postseason at all? 72.1% of you right now, after 283 people to vote, uh, say no. 27.9% of you say yes. Continue to vote over there on uh, Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Going all right, Bill. How are you doing, man? Happy Halloween. Uh, you too, pal. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Hey, I, I um I'm I'm drinking the Kool-Aid that you're that you're pouring here with the wide receivers. Um I think that uh um for one thing, anybody that says, you know, it's too late to bring uh, a, a wide receiver in that's not familiar with the playbook at this time of the se- in the season, 
um, see Christian um, McCaffrey in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, he sure worked out pretty quick. Didn't take him too long to figure it out. Um, and I think something that we saw last night is that Rodgers still has a hell of an arm, and he still has wheels. Uh, the two touchdown passes were absolute missile shots. So I saw some very encouraging things last night. I hope Watson isn't a glass tiger. Um, Toure was able to get open. Um, Dobbs made a heck of a grab. I think the penalty on Tunyon was BS, but let me ask you something. I don't. There's a train of thought out here that the Packers should be sellers rather than buyers. People are talking about get what you can for Rodgers and stuff. I think that's insane. I think they would be buyers rather than sellers. Out of the sellers that are out there, I mean, Washington's a dumpster fire. I would absolutely try to grab McLaurin. I thought he had a great interview last week. Um, uh, But I'm wondering about the tight end position. If the Packers' tight end room was really so solid, would Mercedes Lewis still even be playing? And if the Raiders are sellers because they're a dumpster fire, um, would you go after Waller and try to shore up that tight end room in adding to the receiver receivers and weapons for Rodgers? Um, and that's uh, that's about all I got for you right now, Bill. Thanks for right, the call. Appreciate it. Um, so, first of all, if you could get a good tight end, yes, I would do it. To answer your question, I think you, what you first need is another wideout. That's the first thing you need another wideout. Uh, I said this before. I, I would have gone after one two weeks ago if I'm Brian Gutekunst. I, I would love to hear the reasoning why not. Now I do understand it takes two to tango, but for what you hear for some of the uh, we'll, we'll say asking prices for some of the guys that could possibly be on the market, I don't know why you hang on to a second round draft choice like Grim Death. Your track record's not great. Your third-round draft choices have positively sucked. So don't act like, oh, man, anybody anybody in the top four, that's going to hit. No, no, it's not. And you need somebody now. You needed somebody two weeks ago to help you, to be quite honest with you. Now, if he's sitting there going, you know what, this this roster, this, this, isn't, this isn't it. Okay, let's say that's the, that, that's the premise that this roster is not the roster that's going to get you there, then you're really effed because you've built this roster to be years, not just a one-hit wonder. You're probably going to lose Bakhtiari at the end of the year. Aaron Jones, (laughs) you got to figure out what you're going to do there. And by the way, trading Aaron Rodgers, you can't do it because all that money then comes due and you you can't do that. That guaranteed money comes due, and you 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 could possibly trade them after next year, but or mid season. But no, you can't. All that money comes due, and you you bankrupt the team at this point. You have to start cutting guys. So that's why the thing about trading Aaron Rodgers and getting stuff for him that's not going to happen. I, I just just admit your mistakes and 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 be a buyer. If you're right there on the tipping point, be a buyer. That's it. You discovered last night, oh, by the way, you can run the football a little bit. A.J. Dillon, he is clearly a number two. That's it. He's clearly a number two. 
He can get open every now and then. He can do a few things every now and then. But your bell cow, your playmaker is Aaron Jones. He was quick. He was decisive. He was he was elusive. Your your offensive line, you, you would hope keeping stability would only get better. I thought Bakhtiari had moments yesterday that he looked pretty good. I was watching him yesterday specifically. He looked pretty good. Not you know there was mo- look, there are moments on that offensive line. Like one guy, like pretty consistently one guy will miss somebody. You had a couple of plays called, really good plays, bad protection. Bad downfield blocking, bad screen. The screen, which used to be the bread and butter of this team. Oh, God. You had two Buffalo Bills all over Aaron Jones. And two Packer offensive linemen downfield with nobody in front of them. They whiffed completely on the screen. Otherwise, the screen's a first down. Keeps the drive alive. 877-867-1670. Tom over on uh, the uh, the Bud Light live stream says, do you think they're one or two players away? I, I, I think that yes, to answer your question. I know that's crazy, but yeah. I think you get another weapon, you take a little pressure off of what you already have, and they're a couple of players away from at least being more competitive and looking better, and then anything can happen. 877-867-1670. You want to call in, call in. We'll get the mic when we come back. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wabam. Uh, if you were out in Vegas over the weekend, the SEMA show is going on right now, and they, they're there. Our friends right here from Colgate, Wisconsin, out in Vegas, showing off the product, getting rave reviews from the car people out in SEMA, the, which is the biggest car show, I think, in the country, short of the Detroit, Detroit Auto Show. Uh, but go to get, G-E-T, getwabam.com, getwabam, W-A-B-A-M, getwabam.com. That's getwabam.com. Dot com right here in the state of Wisconsin, whether it's janitorial supplies, cleaning stuff for your home, for your for your business, or maybe it's for your car, your boat, your motorcycle, whatever it happens to be, your UTV, your ATV, maybe you got your sled getting ready to go up north, all of that stuff. Maybe if you just want the snow to glide right off, put it on the skis, man. Getwabam.com. That is getwabam.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hey, remember I was telling you that uh, the people from Pella Windows and Doors uh, were here when I had uh, purchased the new patio door, and I had that thing installed, and then they came and actually shot a television commercial. I saw the final uh, the final edits of the tele. It's not bad. I mean, I look hideous, but beyond that, you know, it, it's not bad. So uh, look for those to be hitting your television stream sometime soon from our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. In the meantime... If you're like myself and you keep, uh, you know, you know the cold weather is going to get here at night. It's kind of cool, you know, but the house is still perfect right there. It's 69, 70 degrees, and it doesn't really fluctuate unless I move the needle. 
It's awesome, and it's very economical. I just uh, got my first bill from uh, the installation of the new door for the We Energies this past week, and it's about eight bucks to nine bucks cheaper than what it was last year at this time. Now the weather's a little bit different, granted, but. I'm excited to see what the winter brings. And once your house is economical, it's more beautiful, it's more valuable. It's all because of Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. All you got to do is go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com. They had a big uh, weekend, too, at Trick or Treaters on Saturday over at the corners of Brookfield. near their. Uh, they've got a big experience center over there. They had a lot of Trick or Treaters, some happy parents who got 35% off installation as well, I saw. So good for them, and good for you if you were one of the lucky winners that got that, that won that with some of the scratch-offs. But go to PellaWI.com. That is Pella, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, or just simply call them, 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI. Welcome back to the program. Let's get back to the phone calls. As a matter of fact, an update on the poll question, 315 votes in. Uh, the Packers are at the unofficial halfway point of the season after last night. Do you have a legit hope for the postseason at all? 72.7% of you say no. 27.3% say yeah, still got a little bit of hope. So hope uh, is uh, at least right now a quarter of the way when you look at 315 votes already cast. So if you want to chime in, by all means do so. Follow me over on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. Let's get back to the phones. Go to Mike listening to us down in Whitewater. Michael, how you been, buddy? Billy, how are you doing today? Good, man. What's on your mind? I'm talking about uh, your last, just before you went to commercial, the whiffing. Talk about yes. Savage. Got beat like a drum. How does the yes, deepest safety let people get by him? He doesn't tackle. He throws the shoulder at Josh Allen on that 20-yard run to the one. And another couple other times, he's, he doesn't even tackle. He's throwing shoulders thinking they're going to knock somebody down. I, you know, it's funny too because he used to be a tackler. I mean, he came into the league; he was a hitter, and I really loved that about him. And now he's like a, a shell of himself, just kind of throwing his body out. It's like they teach you not to tackle as a corner or as a safety, so you don't get hurt. Well, that's it—that he doesn't want a shoulder injury by wrapping up and going through the guys. Yeah, I completely agree. I, he has become a defensive liability back there. I completely agree. I mean, you watch the replays, and he's the deepest guy, and these guys are running past him, and lucky that Allen overthrew him. Or they dropped the ball. No, I I, I completely agree. I watched that last night. And I've been a defender of his because he has been in the past a hitter. But anymore, I'm just – I'm baffled. It's like, are you that afraid of getting hurt? Are you playing not to get hurt? Because you're just you're launching yourself as if to say I'm going to be this this human missile. I'll trip you, but I'm not really going to try to take you down. And it's, and it's it. I mean, like it's a highlight reel of embarrassment for Darnell Savage Jr. You know, and he misses. You don't even touch the guy he's going for. Right. Yep, I, I completely agree with you, man. But uh, and then the uh, special teams reverted back. I thank goodness because I won the pool since he missed the field goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all about the money and all about us. Especially when they're losing, Billy, and I don't think they're going to make it. 
I'd have to vote. I no. don't think so either. But if they make a move, they get a little excitement. Who knows what can happen if maybe they get all on a roll, they get healthy, and then a few of them around them start to you know get banged up a little bit. Uh, anything can happen. You still got nine weeks left. That's a lot of football left to play. Yeah, it is. And my Warhawks just lucked out with a field goal that hit the crossbar and go, go went over for a three point win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, hey. Hey, they're still playing, playing well, man. As long as they're there and still in the hunt, you still got a shot. Mike, good stuff, buddy. I appreciate it. He drops off. You get on board, 877-867-1670. RJ says, Savage and Amos are not NFL-quality starters at all. I don't say that. I like Adrian Amos. He's not. He's very quiet. He's your kind of your general on the field in the secondary. He's been so good. Um, and, and just very quietly does his job. But I cannot, for the life of me... Uh, first of all, we went back to yesterday, I don't know if you noticed on the third and six, where the secondary was playing 10 yards off, and the minute the ball was snapped, backpedaling. I hope somebody asks Joe Barry and says, Joe, when it's third and six, why are your guys playing 10 yards deep? Why are you giving up the first down? and extending a drive, and keeping your defense on the field. Joe, can you explain it? you, Joe, not understand new math? Do you not understand it? Because if you don't understand it, then please get somebody, because that organization makes a ton of money. They're building parking garages. They're building all kinds of stuff up there around Titletown, right? We, we, can we all agree on that, right? Yeah. Okay. Somebody buy that man a calculator. Six... Minus 10 is negative 4. That's the amount of yardage you're giving up. Before the ball is snapped, you're already in the hole 4 yards, which means, oh, Joe Barry's figuring it out, first down. That's a first down, Joe. 877-867-1670. Going to talk a little betting when we come back, get back into this. Hang in there. we got a lot to get to today. we got uh, we, we got all kinds of stuff. we got to talk a little betting. Packers covered the spread, by the way, in case you didn't know. If you didn't have money on it, you didn't really care. But the Packers covered the spread. We also got Eric Branchek coming up after the top of the hour. We're going to break down some film and talk about a lot of these different things. We'll talk about uh, the offensive line play. We'll talk about the secondary. We'll talk about the, uh, the up front, the trenches, who was getting beat. Because it wasn't a bad day at the office. It just wasn't a great day at the office. But the offense is not doing much to help the defense. Second half of that ball game, they gave you hope. But can they do that for an entire game? 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. I saw they had trick-or-treat. They had some really good costumes out there this past weekend as well. Go out and say hi to Turtle. He dressed up as, uh, as uh, oh, God... Uh, Tom Hanks in, uh, oh, I can't think of the guy. He went running all across the country. Ben, help me out. God, uh, life is like a box of chocolates. Who was it? Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. He had a, he was dressed as Forrest Gump. Oh, my God, he was dead on. He was just awesome. and went running across the parking lot. It was hilarious. So if you go into Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, ask for Turtle and ask him to do his Forrest Gump Im- imitation. Go to WISHD.com. That's WISHD.com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers lose to the Bills 27-17 before 72,000 fans at Highmark Stadium. There was pushing, shoving, and even trash-talking in the tunnel before the game between Jair Alexander and Bills receiver Stephon Diggs, who says it dates back to his time with the Vikings. I used to play them in the past, so it wasn't like something I anticipated him, I don't know, doing the that he did. I didn't anticipate that. I don't know who started. I finished it. I got the win. Packers defensive back Jair Alexander. Ah, man, I was just keeping it real with him. That's, that's all that was. He said he didn't know who started it, but he said he finished it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he mean by that. I need more clarification. Jair picked off Josh Allen, one of two interceptions by the Packers in the fourth quarter. The Bills quarterback says they were bad throws and talked about next having to face the Jets. Um, those happen. We'll learn from it. You know, coming off a bye at the end of the day, we're 6-1. and one. Uh, I know we got a, a team that's playing really well next week in New York. So uh, learn from this one, put it behind us, and, and look forward towards next week. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. We had a couple, you know, nice interceptions there in the fourth quarter. I think all phases got to improve the discipline a little bit, improve the discipline, and then uh, just the details. The Packers head to Detroit to play the 1-6 and six Lions and will try and snap this four-game losing streak. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. Our guys are disappointed. I'm disappointed. But we've got to find a way to right this thing. And we've got to NFC North opponent next week and you know I know that they're going to give us everything they got it's going to be a heck of a test and we really got to be more disciplined be more consistent in order to try to get on the right side of one of these things that's Matt LaFleur I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels show Twitter, the Action Network now joining us on the hotline. You want to find us, uh, you can hit us up over there on Twitter as well. And uh, also, it's brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Matt, uh, what a weekend, man. The Packers finally covered. I don't know what that means, if anything. But at least they covered. You got a game tonight uh, without uh, Jamar Chase, uh, and I don't know how much that's going to hinder the Bengals' capability to throw down field, but the Cincinnati's favored by three going into Cleveland tonight. That's right. Cleveland heads to a bye week coming up. Uh, Joe Burrow is 12-2 and two against the spread in his last 14. He's the most profitable quarterback since 2020, but he has never started a Monday night football game. He's also 0-3 in his career against the Browns, our team, Likes Cleveland a lot in the spot. Divisional matchup at home, prime time. Crowd should be insane. They're in the mistake by the lake. I think if you can get three and a half, I think it's an immediate play. But even a flat three is a bet worth taking on Monday Night Football. The Packers came out last night before the game was even over. They were three and a half point favors going into Detroit on Sunday. A, a place they traditionally struggled. Uh, they've gotten wins, don't get me wrong, but it, it hasn't always been pretty. And the fact that, you know, they still can't get over 20 points per game. Uh, you know, do you, do you look at this game and go, you know what, i got to go Lions. Yeah, they did seem like, as a Bills fan, it did seem like they brought a knife to a gunfight last night. And though they did get the, they did get the cover, it was over pretty early um, in terms of whether that game was going to, you know, be competitive. I'm a little worried that Detroit's quitting on Dan Campbell. They're not getting the results they want. It's a long and brutal season. They came out rah, rah, rah. They had the highest scoring offense for a, for a short time. I think the bloom's off the rose now in the Motor City. I think it's a, it's a wonderful time to catch Green Bay potentially on a mini upswing as Detroit kind of circles the drain. 
It, I will say the, the Packers didn't look totally lifeless. I'm worried about the Watson injury, obviously. There's not a lot of weapons there, but I think it's not, it's not the worst spot to back the Pack uh, on Sunday. Interesting one uh, at noon as well in New York. The Jets hosting the Bills, and the Bills come out a 13-point favorite early on. Now, the Jets... They look. I, I get it. That whole rivalry with uh, the Patriots, that whole thing, uh, played into a weird scenario, and the Patriots end up getting a win. Bill Belichick now number two in the all-time wins list, but the Jets are a pretty good team. Do we look at the Jets and go, you know what? Offensively speaking, their quarterback just now is not getting it done. Therefore, we give Buffalo that much of a nod in this one. Yeah, Zach Wilson by our experts' power rankings, depending on which expert, which expert you ask is either the worst-rated starting quarterback or second-worst starting quarterback in the entire league, which is really saying something. We've got some really bad, got some really bad quarterbacks starting in the NFL right now. He's just kind of out to see. His defense is great. The coaching has been pretty good. Uh, they lost, uh, obviously, they lost um, Brees Hall, but they've, they've traded for a new running back. But, yeah, there's no respect for the Jets left in the market. They public was all over the Jets, and they got totally pantsed by Bill Belichick, who now off a loss as an underdog or a favorite of a TD or less. That's happened 48 times in Bill Belichick's career. He's covered 40 times. That is a remarkable figure for probably the best coach in NFL history, certainly beloved by gamblers. But, yeah, I think the Bills are going to, as the kids say, send the Jets to God this Sunday and put up a real, (laughs) real performance against uh, Zach Wilson. The other one that is a little surprising to me, I guess it's just because they're at home, but the Cardinals, two-and-a-half-point favorites against the Seahawks. The Seahawks are an impressive team. Geno Smith could certainly not only be inserted when it comes to the comeback player of the year, but also maybe even into the MVP for what they're doing out in Seattle, getting the win over the Giants, although we believe that the Giants are kind of a paper tiger. Same thing with the Cardinals. Kyler Murray looks lost. They paid him a ton of money. He bitched and whined in the post, or in the offseason. He got what he wanted. And Cliff Kingsbury looks like this is it for him because this team is – this is the tipping point. I really thought they'd play better in Minnesota. They didn't. Uh, would you look for Seattle to go in there and get the win? Yeah, I think we're watching the the, be- the end of the beginning of the end for Cliff Kingsbury. He's been dreadful, probably the worst coach in the league after Halloween each of his seasons, both as a college coach and an NFL coach. He got in a pissing contest with his quarterback – and Kyler won. He got his big extension. You can't fire Kyler Murray. So I think uh, everybody knows it's not working. It's a question of whether they fire him at the end of the season or now, regardless of his past quasi-successes. And uh, I think the team might be laying down its arms for, for Cliff, and now is a good time to start fading him. Awesome stuff. Matt, always appreciate it. We'll talk again on uh, Friday when we start talking about the weekend and what's coming up, including the Badgers, okay? Absolutely. Good luck, everybody. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. That is our buddy, Matt Mitchell. The Action Network at Old Boy Uncle Mitch over on Twitter. Follow his stuff there. Brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com for everything that they have to offer. Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. We got three more hours yet to go. I want to hear from you. We got uh, some film observation from Eric Branchek. That's coming up next on The Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.